Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. Unfortunately, our, our, our normal, the director of Vibes, Julio Monterosa, he's out today, um, I'm my normal co-host on the show, but we do have a very special guest co-host. Um, you, might, you might remember him from a couple episodes back, Gilbert Bida, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, is in the house. He's filling in for our guy, Julio. Gilbert, what's going on, man? It's great to, it's great to have you on. It's great to have, to have you back. back, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's, it's great to have you back. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we waterproofed the couches and everything, so, <laughs> so it's all good. But, uh, <laughs> burn, burn, burn already. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. All right, all right, all right. I'll back off. I'll back off. But um, we, do have, we do have some a uh, couple of very special guests along with the guest co-host. Uh, they are, I mean, uh, you know, well-rounded, very well-rounded, they're multi-talented, they're pro freestylers, they're urban pitch resident pros, they're social media uh, extravaganza, like they're all, they're all, they, they got the whole package. We got Caitlin Shepard and uh, Lizzie Calderon. Thank you guys so much for, for, for coming on the show. Of course, I like all the titles, you know, it makes me feel I know, special. I like yeah. you feel good. Yeah, we, like, gotta, we gotta put the multi-hyphenates, you know what I mean? I like, like it. Uh, we can't put you in one box, you know what I'm like, saying? Just like, keep we're, hyping we're, we're, it up, it yeah. makes me feel good. I'll take it. Yeah, so, um, um, we, we every every once in a while we will do one of these episodes. We'll have you know our, our our good friends on the show. You guys obviously you know we we go way back. Uh, Gilbert himself was on uh, one of these a few a few months ago now with uh, with Bridget. So uh, before yeah. we get into the thick of things, before we you know we we get um, you know into some of the topics, um, do you guys want to just give a little bit of background on yourselves, how you guys met? Because you guys I think might even predate the urban pitch. Uh, urban yeah. pitch I don't even know, Ooh. but but how did you guys Gosh. meet? Uh, what what what, what got y'all into freestyle? Rewinding. We're turning back the clock. Fall back, fall yeah. back. Okay, yeah. okay, Gosh. let's do it. Yeah, you're testing our memory here. I'm I gonna know. let you go first, Croissant. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I kind of remember, but you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, are you sure you want to tell the story? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. No, I've been like freestyling since I was like 17. Came off from an injury, just like a lot of freestylers do. Found free style through that met a bunch of freestyles and one of them happened to be Caitlin I didn't meet her until I was like about 18 it was like a year into I was just barely starting to juggle mm-hmm. um and at that point god I can't believe at that point Caitlin still had a bun she was still oh, freestyling no. with the we're bun. not gonna bring that back we're not gonna oh, bring yeah. that back there was no braid it was just all bun oh, no. <laughs> uh, but it was so much fun it was just like her and me just really being the first few here in the in California and the LA scene and she was my mentor through it as well so it's just like the community was really open at that time and went through a lot of ups and downs and just kind of getting to know everything but Kayla was like my support system kind of being through it being the only other girl in the in the freestyle scene at the time yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a heartwarming story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, Ramsey, did you bring some tissues? Yeah. <laughs> it's about to get ready. Start crying, everybody. Don't yeah. start crying. I know. Yeah, like Liz said, I started freestyling maybe like six months, if a year earlier than her. So not that mm-hmm. much longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really jumped two feet in 
all the way in. I was very much into soccer at the time. I was a goalkeeper, so that's the fun fact. Mm -hmm. um, I was a goalkeeper, and prior to freestyle, I fully intended to go pro with goalkeeping. No matter how much people said my height would be an issue, they're like, you're too short, it's not gonna work. Well, and you went to Whittier too, and they don't. Hey, you know what, we actually <laughs> have I'm over here like 5'3", and she's like, I'm the short goalkeeper, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Our friends at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get in the action. Bet online where the game starts. I do feel like, and this might be wrong since I'm on the outside of the sport, but I feel like it's the, the growth has a little bit stagnated a little bit. It's mm -hmm. maybe plateaued. Um, so where do you think freestyle is at now? And why do you think um, after that growth between those, you know, 2017 to 2019 where, you know, Super Bowl is breaking records every single year. Why do you think it's, um, where do you think it's at now? And why do you think it's kind of slowed down a little bit? Mm. So I have a number of different answers, so I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> yes. So it, the sport has definitely grown since we first started competing. Yeah. Like, I remember competing in a group where it was just like top 10 girls, but there was really only 10 girls competing. <laughs> so and now it's just like the girl, the female side is really grown. But I think it's really plateaued because of the popularity behind the sport. So now a lot more of the younger generation is very focused on ranking, getting the most followers on TikTok, getting the brand partnerships. Mm. There's more of the commercial side versus the older freestylers. They saw like the commercial side as just like, wow, you're not hardcore because mm -hmm. you're not competing and actually gaining the titles behind it. So it's like there's the younger generation has really ranked brand partnerships, the commercial side of it more than the competition side for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely why I see like it's, competition-wise is really plateaued because the, the focus has changed is what we consider, okay, success in freestyle now. Yeah. And, and there's a shortcut. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to go to competition if you can do something really nice. Uh -huh. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And honestly, the most viable way to continue freestyling is to do commercial work. So mm -hmm. as yeah. a result of yeah. all of those mm -hmm. younger freestylers getting mm -hmm. the jobs, the older freestylers who actually compete can't live off freestyle. They can't continue yep. to train and things like that. So then they end up doing something else. Mm -hmm. So then the competition levels keep fluctuating. Yep. Interesting. And I feel like Caitlin, you've like, <coughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. you've existed in both lanes. Uh, Lizzie, mm -hmm. you as well. We're com doing competing and um, the the commercial side. So I think where it's, it's it's a sport that's very individual and and it's unique in that sense where like there's more opportunities at least i feel like to get paid and to make a living off the sport mm. mm -hmm. by really going for those commercial deals um and you know because there's might not necessarily be as much work that needs to go into you know whereas competing i mean when, when you're competing you need to be like hardcore like training mm -hmm. every single day you know have to have a regimen you're, you're, you're doing all these routines that you have to perfect and whereas you know you can make a really cool video for a brand and be like you know knock it out in a few hours and get yeah. paid probably more than what you would have gotten paid if you won the competition so, hands down so, <laughs> hands down right so like so so how how does that work and and how do you kind of balance between both sides what are your guys thoughts uh, are, are you like kind of purists or um do you see yourselves in the middle of that like mm. where um 
Yeah, I have a I have a unique perspective on this, so I'm gonna let Kaylin go first. Yeah, we had several conversations about this. Yeah. So personally, I see it as you know we always kind of talk about what exactly is a freestyler, what makes you a true freestyler. And some people say it's competing. Some people say it's however many hours you put into the sport. For me personally, mm. I think it's knowing who you are and what you want to do with freestyle. So, like, do you want to be a competitive freestyler? What level do you want to get to? And after that, so for me, it's you can do commercial work. I think it's great. I think you need to do commercial mm-hmm. work right. in this day and age to be a true freestyler. You need to make the money off of it, but you also need to. Think about the sport and put the sport as a priority as well, because mm-hmm. so many times we get freestylers who make money, they make it big, and then they just vanish, right. yeah. and then they're just social media faces or things like that. But it's really like contributing back to the sport in order to create the growth that we've gotten to now. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like where the sport came from originally was yeah. everybody was so invested in the community and growing it right. together. Right. So it was just like everybody knew everybody, no matter what level you were at, everybody was willing mm-hmm. to exchange best practices with you with you to help each other grow versus now I think it's really evolved yeah. everybody's just like I want to keep everything to myself because yeah. I want the success for me Interesting. and I think like it's because of the whole fact that now with social media going viral mm-hmm. all that type of stuff there's a lot more of what I like to say is like your talent gets you through the door but your character keeps you in the room uh-huh. and a yeah. lot of the new generation when it comes to freestyle is very focused on like Talent is going to get me through the door, and they forget about the character. Goes right. out the so window. Is there any beef that you guys have with other freestylers? Has there ever gotten? If it's ever come like to where like, no, nah, I don't mess with that person. This person. This I person. mean, I think it just like it's not so much like beef with freestyle. It's just mm-hmm. like we just don't agree on the same mentality. Mm-hmm. Where I think the one of the biggest divisions between the older freestylers and the newer ones is what gets you respect as a freestyler and what they consider a pro because the concept has really changed over sure. time where it's just like back then it was just who can pull up the more hardcore tricks and it was very lower base style versus mm-hmm. now it's just like it's hard people are finding it hard to compete because there's so many different people now getting to the creative style and it's just mm-hmm. like okay how do you how do you kind of judge that now so it's just like there's more arguments like head to head and butt heading with just like you know you're right no you're wrong you're right so it's not like not so much like I won't talk to you. It's more just like we just don't agree on the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll always be the same arguments repeated every single time. Exactly. But at the end of the day, ninety-nine percent of them will respect that there are differences of opinions. Yeah. They might go and like talk behind your back, but then like when you go and talk again, like they'll say it to your face. Yeah. And so it, yeah. it doesn't get personal ever. I mean, not with us. There's definitely there's been personal arguments, I'll tell you. I'll give you some drama. Here's 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 one thing I will oh. share. Here's one here we thing go. Here we go. This is what we came so, for. This is what we came so, for. So get into Pull the juicy out. stuff. Yeah, right? <laughs> so when originally when I first met Kate, obviously we're the only first ones in, in the LA scene. Mm-hmm. So when we first started, being the first female in that scene, everybody was pitting us against each other. Oh my god. So I thought she hated me, and she thought. Damn, you know, they try to Nikki versa. versus Cardi B. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. funniest part is we never spoke to each we other. Never. Yeah. Never <laughs> we never. Yeah. We never spoke to each other. We never even made extended eye contact, but we were convinced the other person hated you. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So it took like, I knew her for about a year or two before I finally like, we hashed it out in person. She was the one who actually asked me because I was nervous because I was just like, I need your help. Follow this. And she was nice enough. She was just like, come here. She took me under her wing. 
and we had a f we realized that we were like finally having some type of friendship but there was still like a lot of stuff in the air that needed to get cleaned out so caitlin she was just like <laughs> all right we gotta hash this out this like, is so my personality what did you hear and this is what i heard and i was just like just okay. lay it on okay. me okay and i was like are you sure you want to have this conversation she's like we gotta have this if we want to continue growing our friendship and so we did and then like finally two years later like we hashed out everything Mm -hmm. I realized that this whole entire time, she didn't hate me. It was just people were pitting us against each other. Mm -hmm. Cool. So there's an upcoming competition um, that both of you guys are supposed to uh, um, end up going. But, Caitlin, you're, you're going to, to Miami for the, is it WFFA Open? It is the WFFA. Oh, God, sorry. Oh, so it's called the Daytona Soccer <laughs> I was Fest. Like, I know it, but I don't know it. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you knew exactly where I was coming from then. So technically speaking, it's in Daytona in Florida, and gotcha. it's the finals are taking place on the Daytona 500 racetrack, mm -hmm. which is, you know, kind of one of the, the drawing points. It's like old school. Yeah, it's, track. it's called the, the Daytona Soccer Fest, so there's a whole festival around the competition oh, okay. as well. And it's, the WFFA is putting it on, and it's technically taking place in the U.S., but it's internationally open. So there nice. are, I believe, competitors coming from abroad. Mm, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Where are you not going? <sighs> so here's what happened, everybody. So I have always dealt with a knee injury, oh. and recently I was at the gym trying to get back into my fitness, and <laughs> I hurt myself doing squats. And I was actually on crutches about a month ago, and after that, I was just, I told her, I'm like, okay, I'm going to compete in this one. So it was just like at the beginning of the month, we had decided, she was like, all right, let's go trade. And during trading, I realized like I could not, like after day one, my knee was just swollen. So I was mm -hmm. like, I can't compete this soon. So my plan and my goal is to compete at next Super Bowl, because this one is, I don't think my knee is going to be ready for this year, but next year is going to be... The goal to compete. <laughs> so, so what goes into when you're when you have that competition? You have it circled on your calendar. Mm -hmm. What's the preparation like? How often are you training? Um, you know, um, whether it's working out at the gym, doing mm -hmm. you know practice runs. Like, what what, what is that uh, process like? When you hit that stage, you need to be in your best shape because competition days are like three six hour days. Yeah. They're battles, which are honestly only three minutes. But you warm up for about an hour. It's the longest three minutes. You compete for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you go off stage and you hey, cool down for an hour. Long. Three minutes is long. It's a three yeah. minute spread. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating. Yeah. You're just like, I did I really work out as much as I should have? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's intense. And you take a break for like an hour and then you warm up for another hour, you go on again. And it's just like it's a lot of warming up and cooling down. So you really need to be in top form to even like keep up, let alone show your best stuff. Mm. So by the time I hit two months in, it's routine training every single day for two hours. And honestly, that's the worst part of freestyle. It's the worst. I yeah, hate that. If you ever want to like compete and train for a competition mm -hmm. and you want to survive, don't train with Caitlin. <laughs> and I say this from okay. experience. Okay. The rivalry we were talking about is here. Yeah. So, so, so here's, here's yeah. what happened to me when I was training for my for one of my competitions. This is actually before one of her bigger injuries. We were actually supposed to compete together finally, like mm -hmm. at Super Bowl. It was gonna be my return after a year off. And Caitlin killed me during training. I was just like, oh, I'm ready to train hour two every day. I think I was training like eight hours every day because wow. of this girl. It yeah. was it was insane. And it wasn't was just like a month before and it was like months preparation. All I knew was 
eat, sleep, and freestyle. And Caitlin <laughs> in my face, like, you gotta go. You oh gotta yeah. Go, you gotta she go. said, I want to be in competition shape. And I said, okay, you're gonna hate me by the end of it, but let's get you there. Drill sergeant. Oh yeah. 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 I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You don't know. And, and, you don't and, know and your people, people kind of wonder, like, what makes you good? It's just, you see, it's yeah. the practice. Hours. You have yeah. to, the process. you know, do a lot of work. You gotta be involved in it yeah. in order mm-hmm. to actually step out of your shadows. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But please go ahead. Randy, no, don't yeah, let me take yeah, over yeah. your show. No, 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 bro. That's <laughs> why you're here. You're here. I know. You're here. I'm here to have the looks, Ramsey. You gotta be clear. Yeah. No, no, we're good. We're good, man. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, so we we did the competition side of things. We did we did you know the the quote unquote purist stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about the, some of the business side of things mm. where you know we're doing commercial because obviously that's a huge part of freestyle as we've talked about, but. Um, not, not, how was that navigating the business side of things for, for both of you? Because, you know, I've seen, you know, um, we've done a couple of things together, but um, I know you also have stuff on the side, you know, working with, you know, illustrious brands and whatnot. So what was that like navigating the business scene? Uh, what, what were some of the lessons you learned and how, um, like, what was that experience like for you guys? Jumping onto a bike with no training wheels, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you start so young, like... Yeah. I like I had my first gig when I was about 18 years old and I was blessed as somebody pushed me and they're like here's a casting just do it and I was just like I don't know if I'm even gonna get it and I just did it ended up getting it and it was like four I think my first one was like with Powerade nice. and I was like just in a random commercial with them and the next one was Adidas and it just like building all those connections but you go in without any experience of how to negotiate, how to speak mm-hmm. up for yourself. Yeah. You're literally just on your own. So it's, they really kind of put you, okay, here's how you got to network. You got to learn on your own, build those connections and relationships in the long run. So you learned a lot on the business side. It's just like how yeah. to fight for yourself. Right. And I think one of the biggest lessons I learned over time is that there's always going to be brands who want more of you, but at some point you got to set your value. And even if you like don't have so much experience, you gotta set what your worth is at that point, mm. because then everybody's just gonna wanna take, 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 right, take, take, right, without right. giving you anything, and then your, your growth is stunted at that point. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's a lot of just process of trial and error, honestly, mm-hmm. because you know I didn't have a business background, and like I said, it's the only job I've ever had. Yeah. So I jumped in as a teenager, and it was really just, I sat there and I watched what everyone else did, because you know, there's a lot of different personalities, a lot of different age groups in the team that I worked with in the beginning. And I would kind of watch how they navigate, see what I liked, what didn't, try different things for me. And it was just learning of what you accept, what people offer and what you're worth, as mm-hmm. Liz said. Right. Yeah. And you really, you need to differentiate that because so many people, their first mistake is you take exactly what's given to you. Mm-hmm. No. You know more than anybody else how much work you put in, how much effort it takes, and how hard it is on you. And, you know, if other people put themselves in your shoes, they would value what you do more. And Mm -hmm. so you need to communicate that to them. That's not necessarily a fault of theirs, but that's just something that's not communicated enough. And if it was to be done, I definitely think there would be more work, there would be better paid work, and there would be a lot more opportunities with freestyle. Yeah, you can't take that first offer, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Yes. No matter what, no matter what. Learn that the yeah. hard Bra- way. Bradley, I need to text you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my first show. Oh my god. My first bad. show, I got fifty dollars, oh. and you know, I was seventeen years old, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm getting money for this." Oh. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. And it's so different now to look back on. And the only thing I want to do moving forward is teach all the other freestylers, you don't have to accept that. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. even exactly. if you're new, you don't have to accept that. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, because it's, it's so easy to get excited. Mm-hmm. It's so, like when a, somebody is a brand wants to work with you, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my gosh, like you're going through the motions of it, like of the excitement. 
you want to get engaged with them and start building all these connections. But then by taking that first one, you're setting up yourself for failure if you don't at least try to negotiate. Because the next one, they're going to hear about it, how you negotiated, what you know, you, they paid you for and everything. And it's just like you get stuck in that cycle if you just start taking what they give you when you deserve a lot more with the hours you put in. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Guy knows. I'm here just nodding my head. I'm like, yes. Just like, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, I'm cause doing it right cause, now. Because no, it's true. Because the thing is, uh, you could easily get yourself stagnant or stuck yeah. in a certain position where you can't get out. And one of the ways you can do that is by being excited. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's good to take a pause and ask yourself if this is the right move. Do you really want to do this? Is it worth your time? And things like that. So, you know, as you get started from 50 bucks to now a lot more. Yeah. You know, so the 50 bucks was an excitement. So now after that, you understood your value and then moving forward, you now know how to, you know, when somebody comes to you, hey, I want, I want you to do a commercial, you're like, are you giving me 5,000 for this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. And they're like, uh, no, we kind of have this in budget. And then you set your standards and you made halfway, you don't made halfway and you decide if it's good for you or it's not good for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, and starting so young, uh, you know, obviously maybe you might have gotten taken advantage of a little bit or you might have got burned. What were some of the uh, lessons you had to learn the hard way? Oh, I really want to name names. Oh. I, I want to. You don't want to burn any bridges, but at the same time, you know, we want, we want, like, we have receipts here. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, one of the, uh, one of the first things that I think a lot of, especially young freestylers learn is that, you know, freestyle is technically the entertainment industry. It's yeah, sports, right. it's entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there are often managers and like people mm-hmm. who manage freestylers, manage teams and things like that. But because it's not a technical part of the entertainment industry, it's kind of like on the fringe, there's not really regulations to it. There, mm-hmm. There's no rule saying this is how much you pay this, this is how much you take for like commission, things like that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't learn to ask those questions, you're going to get taken advantage of. And like in the beginning, you know, I had people, I would get paid like 50 bucks and then I'd find out that they were making $5,000 off of what I was doing. Wow. And it took me. So managers Mm -hmm. or or the brand was making five? No, the managers. The managers. So they would do that and you didn't see the check because it went to them. So I never found out until like years down the line, somebody finally asked and I went, wait, wait, wait. I might not be business savvy at this point, but something doesn't seem right. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> are adding up. Yeah. Damn, not Rolex. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, like, Why are you pulling up in a Lambo, bro? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> We've been working out together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but that's crazy. But you guys also give back to you know to the community and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. So can you walk us through things like those? You've given back to a community, taught some yeah. youths and whatnot. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's one of the best parts. It's I've always I've always been on the teeter totter with mm-hmm. like half foot in freestyle and half still in soccer. So mm-hmm. originally when I was still growing up and trying to learn the sport, I was coaching on the side. Right. So I was coaching like high school. I was coaching I was a program coordinator for um like this program for like Toddlers. So, soccer so was, for tots or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It was called that. Little Kickers. Little Kickers. Um, little Kickers. Little kickers. Yeah, yeah. I was like program coordinator for, for theirs. So I was like, <laughs> the cutest little babies. But on top of that, in the freestyle world, like I was teaching some kids freestyle on top of that, like soccer skills. And then I think one of the best experiences I ever had in my life, and I always say it every single year when January comes around, right after New Year's, you'll uh, see it on my Instagram. Jamaica? Yes, Jamaica. <laughs> 
Best thing we've ever oh, done. Oh, gosh. And it was all thanks to Caitlin. Uh, she worked with them a year or two prior. Did she get 5000 and you got 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> so, like, she was working with Football for the World, Monica. Shout out to you, girl. I absolutely love that program. Um, she brought me on and asked, like, hey, Caitlin's like, hey, I'm actually going to go to Jamaica. We're going to do this whole charity thing. And I had, like, an idea of what we were doing. And it was my first time kind of, like, one, traveling to Jamaica and doing a whole full week of this type of workshop style. Mm -hmm. So I had an idea, but once I got there, it was just completely not what I expected. <laughs> and I was just like, I remember leaving and I was just like, Caitlin and I were just in tears my first year. I was just like, I did not want to leave. I did not want to leave these kids. It's a whole different experience that I can't even describe. So every single year, Come January, that first week, I'm just like, I just want to go back to Jamaica. Uh, need to be in a beach I, in Jamaica. Exactly, exactly. I was just like, I want to go back, see those kids, be at Duhaney Park. I've been back, I think, four times. Wow. Every single year. So four years, and you only see them for a week. And I'll have these kids run up to me and go, hey, Miss Caitlin, do you remember me from the last year? I still know all the <laughs> tricks. And I, I followed you on your social media, and I learned another trick. And I just sit there, and I go, I could do this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really could. But, but you, Caitlin, you mentioned earlier that you're part of the, uh, the entertainment industry. And, you know, obviously growing, uh, you know, an audience and having, you know, a bunch of followers on social media, you get labeled as you know quote-unquote influencer right mm. so that's another part obviously that's a huge part of freestyle and what what, what that brings so um there's like there's like a some negative connotations with the with the, uh, with the influencer label which <laughs> i don't think are all the way fully um they're they're validated but what are some of the misconceptions and because there's obviously a lot of work that goes into that stuff you know mm -hmm. it's 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 a full-time job and it is Truly, I mean, because I think it's so new that it's not as respected as, like, say, an accountant is. Mm, but absolutely. you know what I mean. But like, yeah. but on, there's... on behalf of all the influencers, Caitlin, this is for you. <laughs> no, no, both you guys, both you guys, because yeah, you guys I both do this. this no, you no, guys hey, both hey, do yeah. this stuff. And, I, I, I yeah. agree. I yeah, agree. yeah. I'm gonna but... let her go first because <laughs> in this case, I've been in, I have my feet in both worlds. Right. Yeah. So, so what what kind of work goes into that, and what are some of the misconceptions that that you've seen people put onto you? Um, Lizzie and, and both and Caitlin too. I think one of the biggest things is the uh, the misunderstanding of what work consists of mm. because I think one of the biggest things I hear and I think one of the things that's driven me to continue in freestyle is hearing from older generations I hate my job I, I don't want to work today I'm so I'm looking forward to the weekend I don't want to do this work and the first thing I can remember saying to myself is I never want to sound like that I want to do what I love for the rest of my life and so really like one of the things you see is influencers they love what they do and so when you talk about it, you don't talk about it like it's work you talk about it like it's a blessing you talk yeah. about it like you are lucky to be here and to continue doing this and so people go oh that's not hard that's not work you must be lazy you know you're, you're not really doing the difficult things in life and so mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are under this misconception that you know, influencers are lazy. They're they're shallow. They don't really put their their effort into anything. They're they're not hard workers. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think it's untrue because I think work just takes on a different appearance when it comes to our work. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the reason I have a unique perspective on this is because I was in the full time influencer work, and that was I was just like Caitlin working basically just 
social media, freestyle, that was it. But mm -hmm. I stepped out of that world and I jumped into corporate where I do have a nine to five and I love what I do. So that's what I, I say. There's like this fine line where it's just the influencer work. I'm glad that I was in it because I understand both worlds. Right. Because influencer work, there was just there is a stigma where people don't realize the work that it takes yeah, to get into yeah. it. You have to learn how to edit for yourself. You have mm -hmm. to make you have to be so disciplined to schedule out posts for right. yourself, schedule out the type of content you want to create, all that type of stuff that goes into it. People don't realize that, and they just think. I'm just putting out my phone and doing whatever the fuck <laughs> I want. Yeah, yeah for an edits. Exactly. Yeah. They're just like, this girl's yeah. like doing TikToks for an hour, not really. She's trying to build a business. Mm -hmm. And then on the corporate side, on my mm -hmm. end, it's just like, I also understand the other side because I was in the influencer world. And for me, full-time influencer work was just not my thing. I realized I personally found out that I wasn't disciplined enough to do that work. Yeah. And that's why I have so much respect for the people who can, because it takes mm -hmm. a lot of energy and mental focus to stay focused and not just sit on the couch and watch TV and Netflix right. all day. <laughs> Sounds nice though. Yeah. It does sound nice. That's why I was just like, I found the joy later on on the a different side of the business, on the marketing side, where I'm the type of person I started there and I found my passion in a different way, where I still really enjoy the influencer side, but it's not my predominant thing. I focus on the things and the aspects that I really enjoyed and I, I can still do without like sighing and just like, I'm tired of this type of thing. Because for me, it was the opposite. At some point I got burnt out like a lot of influencers do where it turned to be like a nine to five and that whole aspect of people saying like, I'm waking up just to do this all over again and I'm not finding any joy yeah. in it. Right. Versus now I'm like, I'm doing a nine to five, but mm -hmm. I love my job. Right. Mm -hmm. I think just it's to find that balance. I, I don't, I don't mean to take away from you, but <clears throat> I agree with what you both are saying, especially when you say it's something that you love. You hate mm -hmm. to hear your friends say, oh, I hate my job. Yep. I think every, it's not, not everybody is meant to be an influencer. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. And not exactly. everybody is meant to work, mm -hmm. you know, work, work. Yeah. Uh, that means like working for somebody or working on your own or whatever. Because yeah. it takes a lot. When somebody sees a five-second video, they don't know what it takes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. You know, like you say, I try to make TikToks yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff, yeah. like, yeah. I, I want the behind the scenes. It is, like, exhausting, man. Like, it is. Because, yeah. like, like, you're, like, scrolling with your, your thumb and, like, you're, like, timing everything. It's like a hundred like, takes wanna, for five dude, seconds. I wanted to throw yeah. my phone into the freaking wall, dude. Like, it's not easy. Like, And you can't no. tap out of it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's no clocking out yeah. when right. it's that kind of work. Yeah. Yeah, that, it takes a lot it takes a lot of takes discipline lot. too like yep. it's hard work but it depends on how you perceive it because mm -hmm. a lot of people it's just they're projecting it's like for example you take in five seconds you're like i can't do five seconds i'm out yeah. you know and then you start hating on somebody that is taking more than five seconds to do it yeah. because you you maybe for example you failed you feel like that person should fail too but why are they not failing? Bro, why are you putting you know? this on me? I don't know. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. You're putting words in my mouth. You five seconds. You keep doing five seconds. I think I know which side of the fence Gil sits on. Yeah. But, but you know, I understand what she's saying because I know what it takes to to make a video. It takes a lot of time. It takes, what, three, six months of practice to do a three second or a three-minute video, uh, sure. whatever, sure. three-minute uh, yeah. routine. routine. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's dedication and hard work and all that is involved to come out with something excellent in three mm -hmm. minutes. People don't get it. You yeah. know, you have to muscle memory. You have to yeah. remember yeah. a lot of moves in three minutes to impress 
people or to show people this is what I can do. I can do all this. Yeah. But if you give me an hour, I think you could do a lot more in an hour. But in three minutes, a lot of routine. Yeah. yeah. But please, yeah. Ramsey, continue. No, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, so make I'm sure gonna... you don't do five minutes. No, yeah. no, 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 dude. Why do you always like? I am. I am. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. But being being part and being like mm-hmm. involved with social media all day is mm-hmm. another exhausting mm-hmm. thing. And people wild out on social media, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's like there's no like you can say whatever you want. There's very rarely any repercussions. Um, so with that in mind, what's like the wildest DM or comment? That <laughs> we like, actually oh. talked about just doing a whole video on oh. that in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of the interesting parts of like me in particular being on social media is being a female yeah. in athletics sure. in a male predominant sport yeah. mm-hmm. on the internet. I have a whole no, folder dedicated to this. She's going through like a whole list of DMs. She's like thinking right now. Okay. <laughs> I probably got husbands in like a hundred different countries Literally. at this point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot of marriages. But the DMs, but okay. they get creative though. There's oh, yeah. one, one, like, one that I like sticks out. Somebody just put dot 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 and they put a soccer ball and they sent that and I was so confused. Uh, and like then a few minutes later, <laughs> they're just like, oh, I don't know how this ball rolled in yeah. here. And I was just, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That is good. like, wow, on brand and uh, really rolling into these DMs. So, yeah. so did you engage with that or block? <laughs> block? I was just like, uh, I'm just going to decline that. <laughs> Appreciate screenshot and yeah, every idol. Yeah, like, I was like, Caitlin, this is look. good. This is good, but I don't know. Just, <laughs> I was yeah, like, I just wasn't feeling them. Sorry. Yeah, and you know, you people, you find people with a lot of really interesting uh, interests. Yeah. In, in mm-hmm. your DMs, mm-hmm. I had a guy send me nothing but a picture of him holding a wad of twenties. Oh God! I thought, he, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, we're keeping this PG. There, okay, there are those. All right, all right. But he, it was just him holding a wad of twenties, and he was like, "I want to see a picture of you piggybacking on someone with a ball," and I was like. But why? <laughs> that, that's the question. But why? I mean, yeah, it doesn't make sense. People are interested in things. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's it's you know we're in 2020 now. <laughs> 2022. Oh, There's a lot. Yeah, two years in the past, my guy. <laughs> hey, Ramsey, you see, I'm yeah. back. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, Gilbert. So Gilbert is like. Mm-hmm. He actually showed up on time today, but oh, wow. Gilbert okay. is notoriously like you have to tell Gilbert like I feel like we're starting at seven. Gilbert, we're starting at 6.30. So, like, this makes sense. You know, like, Gilbert's on his own time. He's on his own calendar. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? If that makes hey, sense. Hey, Africa time is always the best time. <laughs> African time, island time. You know, I think that this hey, place... Hey, you guys are Chris. Hey, okay, you guys have this in Jamaica, right? Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. you run on island time, yeah. there. Exactly, yeah. Island time. We ha- hey, we take things in time, but relax. <laughs> That's the time I need. But we do it right. We do it right. When we're there, we Live do it right. Live life well. Yeah, I mean, that's, why we keep, that's why we keep you around. Man. You already know. You already no know. one else. Literally anyone else is like keeping me waiting for, like, I don't know if I've waited as long on anyone as I have with you. Gabriel. Oh, no. <laughs> the fact that we, like, it, 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 that, that, that's why that, you're that still here. Yourself. That's you're still here. So you know, know what I mean? Like, like, that, that, that's you guys have to That's like, you know. Uh-huh, right? hey. a lot. Yeah. You're bringing hey. a lot. See? I'm becoming an American now. Eventually. Eventually. Right? He's only, like, a half an hour late at this point. Yeah, this point. Maybe an hour next time. If you, you know. 
oh, keep man. things so, in order. So any like real like so you get proposals? Oh yeah, oh. legitimate proposals. Mm. I've gotten some in person too, which is honestly even weirder. That's so weird. Yeah, uh, that's, that's like <laughs> gets that's interesting, so man. It gets interesting. Yeah, it really does. And you know, it's not just like age appropriate ones. Like they're very young to very old. And every yeah, <laughs> every continent, every country. You know, we are inclusive here. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, wow, a, it's okay. flattering. Right. It's flattering well, for sure. If, if you have Water Twenty guys uh, handle, just you know, pass them out. Oh, I can yeah. do some piggyback. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a little bit of collaboration. I'll, I'll do some of that stuff. You know I'm gonna mean? commission I think, on I think, that. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah I'll give you five percent. You know, you might, you might be my agent on that. Um, Looks like you got an agent. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, no, the other one, yeah, the other one. But she's gonna, she's gonna take advantage yeah, of me. Like, I got you. Yeah, yeah. At that yeah. point, I think it's just like sugar mama territory. But you know, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So before we wrap things up, um, you know, Julio's usually in charge of this, but uh, we do uh, these kind of, you know, uh, hot seat questions where we we, we oh. throw some, put you on the spot. Oh no! Uh, throw some questions nervous. your way to, to to wrap things up. Um, with with Holyot, I'm gonna take over for for him, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Big uh, shoes to fill. Yeah, there, there are some <laughs> director shoes vibes. To fill, but he's director of vibes. You know, I'm mm-hmm. deputy de- deputy director for the day. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll 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 see how this goes. So starting things off, um, mm-hmm. what is harder, freestyle or traditional soccer? Ooh. freestyle. Freestyle. Freestyle is hard. Freestyle. All right. Uh, would you rather have more followers or more interactions? interactions. More interactions. Right. Who's the most famous person that's uh, hit you up on on social media? Or a DM, actually. No, no. Yeah, oh, th- be, those are two different answers. Could be a comment, <laughs> could, be a comment could be a DM. Like, who's the most famous person? Be, yeah, that's, be specific. That's now. been in your mentions. Yeah. Uh, I worked with uh, Jesse Lingard, Mosala, wow. and Messi oh, for on a commercial. Yeah, yeah, but but that doesn't count. But like like it needs to be someone like just like hitting you Reached up and out? like like what's good. Oh, like like internet. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head. I mean, there's there's been like a variety of pro, pro players. players. I'm yeah. trying to think of like one that's like more predominantly well known. Can't think of one. But I mean, interacted with a few MLS players for sure. Yeah. That's exciting for me because I love MLS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're MLS friendly on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, it doesn't have to be big. It could be small. Yeah. Be small. No, I yeah. Can't, like, Someone. I feel like Caitlin would have more, but for me, I'm like, I'm a little, I'm a little micro. You know <laughs> <laughs> MLS is as far as we'll get right now. <laughs> I mean, there have been people. I just, it's. I'm blanking. I think it was probably like a musician or somebody that I was really excited about because like soccer players, I always think is really cool, but like I don't get like crazy excited because because mm-hmm, that's in the same industry. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you work with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a concrete answer there. I don't no, think not not we, just, not we don't have a great You're protecting memory your with sources this, here. Yeah. It's on NDA after that. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. And last one. You got to start one, bench one, or start one, bench one, cut one. LAFC, LA Galaxy, Angel City FC. Okay. Start Angel City. Oh, I'm sorry. Start LAFC. <laughs> Bench LAFC. <laughs> Bench Angel sorry, City. Galaxy. And oh, yeah, my Galaxy. I'm oh, sorry. Kind of galaxy. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to the Galaxy, though. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no hate here, but I mean, like, game. you're put up against two of my favorites. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to know. Yeah, I, you know, Galaxy, I have an interesting, like, tie with all of them. Galaxy was the first team I ever worked with in the MLS. I worked oh, with them for oh, a couple yeah. of years. 
But I've been with Angel City and with LAFC since it's the beginning, beginning. Of time. like since yeah. the like idea of them came out. Yeah, and so, the babies. Yeah, you know, you, how That's can you not love them? It, I raised them. I think it kind of hits. Okay, I was gonna say something different, but okay, Caitlin. <laughs> you know, it we're hits, getting emotional. It hits different because because a lot of people that are, are part of LAFC in Angel City. I believe that exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. They grew up with them. They yep. saw LAFC and Angel City start. You know, they saw they started getting built. They saw players getting signed in. So a lot of them just grew up with LAFC now. Yeah. So they were fans from the start. Mm-hmm. You but know, I mean, you, you, you went to you went to Angel City its first game, right? Yeah. At the yeah. uh, Bank of California. Everybody was like, they won, they won, they won sure. from the start. Sure. Yeah. So that kind of tells you, you know, everybody's built uh, building up together with the yeah. teams. But yeah. LA Galaxy started a lot of you know a lot in the mls you know they've done a lot yeah so they already have their stronghold yeah mm-hmm. so it's it's almost like you know something new versus something that has been there right yeah. you know established yeah established yeah. so people yeah. are gonna tend to go more to what's new yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm not gonna take away from no, caitlin's yeah. point what we can grow no, why do you Apologize for what you're saying. You don't have to apologize for anything. No, no, here. it's not an apology. It's like accepting what she's saying and I with her. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, this is so much fun. And don't make us all cry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not making anybody cry. Why are you crying? I'm not crying. Okay. Let's you're continue. Crying. I'm not crying. All right. Oh, wow. All right. I'm going to wrap things up now because it's getting weird. Um, but uh, Kate, Lizzie, Gilbert, great having you all on the show. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, we, 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 go, we go back, like I said. Oh, yeah. I mean, OGs. that's a, when I first started here, mm-hmm. Pitch, I think, um, you know, I met you on the first day. I met the whole team. Um, so that was like five years ago. Um, thanks to everybody. Thanks to everybody who's uh, watching. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Be sure to, to throw us a like, throw us a subscription, throw us a comment. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review. Roast, roast us. Please. Or, or just Ramsey. Um, just yeah. Just Ramsey. Send send Kane Lizzie weird uh, DMs. You know what I mean? Uh, they're working on videos. So, so what what happened to Julio? Is he still stuck at the bar? Uh, yeah. So he's he's out for he's out for the week. But he'll be back. The director vibes will come back strong. Okay. Uh, but until then, um, it's another great episode. It's another great day. Uh, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.